So I did quite a bit of planting this week. So lots of new flowers. So if the flower pots were, were entertaining a lot outdoors, I want things to look fantastic. I don't want them to look like they're struggling or they're out of bloom or the poor pansies. Oh my gosh. Uh, violas, the kale, they just, they do not like summer. They were looking terrible. I went, okay, that's it guys. You're out of here. I'm putting some nice zinnias. I'm putting some nice potato vine. I'm putting something nice that loves the heat. And they look fantastic. And so I did quite a bit of flower things, just, just accessorizing. Put a few, few flowers in that were kind of pockets that needed it. And then some trees and shrubs. Anything that looked bad, I just pulled it out of the ground and went, okay, I'm replacing you with something fresh and new and healthy. And so that's, I think you should do the same. So the uh, uh, a couple things like Russian sage. If they're weedy, and if this is a blue plant, gets up about hip high, kind of base shape, very drought hardy, and it's a summer, autumn, it just looks fantastic, summer and autumn. But there's an age limit to those. Once they reach about seven, eight years old, they start to get mangy looking. They spread out. They root too much. They start to seed everywhere over the yard. I mean, they're just, they become a weed. And so those need to be pulled out. There's no recovery. Once they start getting old, and woody and just thick and they, they just want to seed take over there's only one recovery rip it out of the ground put a new one in get another seven eight years for 20 bucks you have a brand new russian sage and so i think we we don't replace plants often enough if you've poor gardeners i don't know i don't know how you all get past yourselves like if it's got any life left i will bring it back to life well, maybe it doesn't deserve that. <laughs> you know, maybe it doesn't need three years of your energy and time. Maybe you just come to the garden center, 1999, you get a brand new one and you don't struggle for three years. So I, I think uh, roses, they have a lifespan, about 10 years. And they just get woody and the, the, the thorns get too big. And they just, they lose that vitality. They start to date your house. They don't bloom as well. Uh, uh, autumn sage or salvia gregii. It's a number. It's a companion plant to Russian sage. Sometimes, though, those get woody and overgrown. They just start to run instead of perking upright and then blooming for the hummingbirds. They tend to fall down and get saggy, and they start to run around the ground. That's not a good look in your yard. It's time to probably pop those out for twenty bucks. 30 40 bucks you get a really big one uh, so it's probably time to 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 maybe remodel some i think we need to remodel our landscapes a little like we do a kitchen or a bathroom you need to remodel some things in your yard like that or otherwise that juniper hedge starts to age your property oh yep 1990s we got that one yeah everyone in the neighborhood did that oh yeah look those uh timbers timber steps that screams the 1990s. They were redoing a bunch of uh, railroads back then, pulling up the old tracks, abandoning them. Now they're all, they're our trail system. Well, you can date a neighborhood by the railroad ties. They use the steps because they were pretty cheap. Now we're using, we're using block, basically. So concrete blocks that have textures and colors. That's the latest trend. In 10, 15 years, it'll be something different than that. So you need to kind of remodel sometimes. Uh, planting wise, if you're putting a new plant in, here's a couple insider tips on how to plant. You're going to need 
three things whenever you plant. I don't care what anyone, don't do your research on the internet. Here, here locally in Arizona, this is how you plant. You're going to need mulch. You're going to need food because your plant doesn't, your soil doesn't have any. You're going to need root and grow. The plant is going to freak out when you put that thing in the ground. It's going to stress out. We call it transplant shock, but there's some there's some products that help you with that. And here's how you do it. And so a lot of folks, they want to dig down to China. and did, The hole is deep. You don't need a deep hole. You just need it as deep as the bucket or the, the, the roots of the plant. That's as far as you need to go. Roots here locally, they don't go down. They go sideways because that's where your irrigation is. That's where the rain is. They just know that's where the moisture and food's going to be. There's nothing down there further for them other than more caliche, rocks, clay, junk. Your contractor might have buried a tractor down there. I don't know. You find all kinds of junk down there. They're not going down for that. They're going sideways where the moisture and the food is. And if you know that, let's just dig a wide hole and encourage that plant to spread out across the yard, picking up food and water throughout the yard. So the same depth, but three times the width of your root ball. That's the size. That's the in kind of saucer or bowl or cereal bowl shaped. That's the, that's the hole size. Now, when you get all that extra dirt out of there, anything that's, that's bigger can kind of jump rocks, roots, Things you find in that planting hole that anything bigger than a golf ball, the, those things do not help you. Screen those out. So hopefully you don't have a lot of that. Some of you are going to hit a boulder. You're going to pull that out. You're going to have to actually supplement some extra soil in there. You're going to need a bag of topsoil to help fill that back up. Most of us have clay, just maybe a few rocks. I just throw all the little, the, the things that are bigger than a golf ball, they get too large. So the water molecules, the, the, the it's too big to hold any real moistures. So that stuff that's heats up during summer and it bakes the roots. So smaller is better when it comes to particles uh, sizes. So old roots, they just rot and they take moisture and nutrients away from your plant. You want to screen those things out of there. What's left, you want to add some organic. Now you have nothing living in your soil, probably. Uh, the, the worms and mycorrhizal colonies, the beneficial things that help plants grow, they feed off of organics. And so if you don't have any, you're going to need to add some. And so a bag of mulch, we call it premium mulch. It's a compost. It looks chocolatey. looks like mocha looking stuff. You're going to mix that in with that soil you just pull out of that hole, blend it together. About one shovel's mulch to three shovel's native soil. If you hit a big rock or something, you can kind of cheat it. I've gone as high as 50-50, blended that together. Other than that, it gets too soggy, too wet. There we might need to, if you need a lot of filler, you might need a bag of topsoil. It's a heavier, richer product. But mulch, that's your main thing. Most of us, that's, that's really what you're going to use. So blend that in there. And that's what you're going to use to backfill around that root ball. So place your root in, backfill around it. Now you're ready to water things in. So take that mixture, pack it in, really pack it so there's no air pockets in there. Water it in with root and grow. This is a transplant shock. So it's compost tea is what we make. It's like the old B1 used to, that your grandparents used. We now make something better than B1. It's called root and grow. It's a compost tea. So it looks like, it looks like molasses. 
So you three three tablespoons of a gallon of water. I'll usually pre-mix mine up in a watering can so it's waiting to go at, right after I'm done planting because that this is going to help with transplant shock. I'm going to use root and grow every couple of weeks until I see that plant stabilize. It's starting to put new leaves on, new flowers. You go, oh, it's obviously happy now. And then I'll cut it off of the root and grow. It doesn't need any more. It's out of shock. It's out of transplant shock. So you've, you've done it. So usually a couple, two, three times, I'll water my plants in with root and grow about every couple of weeks. Your plants are going to need nutrients to be able to root and grow in that new planting hole. And your, your yard does not have enough nutrients to do that. You're going to need to supplement that. So I'll sprinkle a handful of all-purpose plant food. It's a granular organic food. I mentioned it earlier in the show. I'll sprinkle some of that. And that, that's what's going to break down slowly over the next three months and just keep that plant growing. Again, it's all about roots. You need as bigger, larger root mass as you can. And the root, root and grow combined with the all-purpose plant food, that is the magic duo that really makes it go. And that's how you're planting here. So shallow hole, wide. Use some organic mulch to blend in with your soil. Backfill around the root ball. Water it in with root and grow. Add that in there. So really a deep hydrated plant. And then feed it with all-purpose plant food. And that's going to take you through for years of enjoyment after that. And so that's how you plant something here. And whenever you buy a plant from us here at Waters Garden Center, you get a handout that says just that. Tells you how much mulch, how much food, how much, how much of all those things. All right, right back after this. <laughs> 